Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are talking about PSVR 2. VR. It's the future. I know. Constantly. Uh, wait. This is the thing. I still believe that VR is the future, uh, but I, yeah, but I okay. still have not, uh, you know, uh, invested in it myself. So I don't know the what thing that makes is, me. I, I feel like just like, what was it? Was it last week we were talking about how Xbox was always like, oh no, this next year we're going to release all the games. I feel like it's the same story with VR where it's like, oh man, you know, the next, next five years or next two years, we're all going to have, you know, everybody's going to have a VR headset. Um, yeah. I mean, it's well, always I, on this, the cusp. It's always well, yeah, and I think it needs to catch up in terms of um, quality and price with the right apps. I mean, if it had a killer app, mm. um, and and I think like the, the problem is, I think once you once you try VR, you're you're sold. Yeah. But then like then okay, then you have multiple like possible um, hurdles to overcome. One price. I mean, this, mm. you know, this price, and we can talk about all this later, but, like, just to kind of preface it, like, mm-hmm. this thing's, you know, it costs as much as the the freaking <laughs> box does in the first place, the PlayStation yeah. 5. Yeah, it costs more than the box that you plug it into to make it work. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I mean, it's hard to justify that when there aren't yeah. then, okay, then, yeah. after that, killer apps mm-hmm. that you're going to play mm-hmm. on, a, on a daily basis. And so um, it, it's, it's this one-two punch that they haven't quite pulled off, in my opinion. Yeah, and I also think like just yeah, you're right. You have to try it. So like, there's there's barrier to entry there. There's the barrier for to entry. Like if you have tried it in the past, potentially the frame rate wasn't up to up up to like what it is these days. So maybe you got like motion sick or like you know had a negative experience with it initially, which is very possible. Um, and then like maybe even by the time they get all of those ironed out, it's like are you is is are people willing to give it a, another chance? You know, if they've already had like a weird experience with it. Um, yeah. but yeah, like, yeah, I, I agree. Like the, the, the stars have not like completely planets haven't completely aligned for VR yet. Um, and you know, at this point I'm, I don't know if they ever will. Like I, I legitimately think like this is always going to be like a, a cool thing. It's always going to be an amazing technology that I like enjoy. Um, but I don't know if it's ever going to like you know crack the uh the you know the doors wide open for everybody they're just the just a general consumer you know yeah i mean yeah you know only time will tell so far i don't think it has (laughs) but that's for later um first john what have you been up to this week Oh man, so I've been playing a lot more uh, God of War Ragnarok. It is uh, it is a fantastic game. It is very very much uh, fun. It lo- it's it's one of the best looking games I've ever played. Um, you know, with all of the the particle effects and on the PS5 with all of the uh, the the lighting where it's like you know the lighting is glinting off of the axe and things like that. It, it's it's fantastic. Um, so there's not much more I can say about that until I potentially, you know, like whenever I finish it or whatever, you know, I'll be like, oh, yeah, it was favorite game of all time or whatever. But yeah, but it's it's amazing so far. Um, the uh, 
the other things that I, I mean, I don't I haven't keep it up with Andor. Andor is still fantastic. We're approaching the final like two episodes of the season, I think, and next week and the week after the two ep- two final episodes, like only two more weeks of Andor, which I'm going to be very very uh, bummed about. But uh, but I think they actually start shooting the second season of Andor oh, wow. um, in like a week or so. So um, so anyway, so yeah, that show is still absolutely like mind-blowingly fantastic um and everyone should watch it not just you know, just everybody should watch it just unequivocally watch andor on disney plus um and that's about it chris <laughs> there's not much else that i've been doing uh what have you been doing um and what have, have you been, been able to play call of duty yet no like, um so well, actually as we record this um I, I have played multiplayer i don't remember if i talked about that last week you did um, you did yeah, Just so I still, I still that. I honestly like the reason I haven't is because I was, um, for the past week uh, playing as much of the old Warzone map as I could, knowing that it's mm. going away. And uh, mm. new Warzone has now launched. I have not played it yet. Um, I didn't end my final match with a win like I did the previous <sighs> map, but I got a win over the weekend. So nice. it was, uh, yeah. So you know, it was it was a trade off. But, the, um, uh, the the thing is, maybe that bodes well for the the next map, like because like after you know Verdansk or whatever, you weren't super into the new map after that. So maybe ending it on a loss is like, oh yeah, <laughs> the new map you're gonna you're gonna it's gonna yeah, get in immediately better. click, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I so it's it like I literally after we get off this uh, recording, yeah. I'm I'm gonna go boot it up and uh, and play some. How um, large is the download, Chris? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I, probably, uh, can't I don't, be can't be less than a hundred gig, right? I don't. I don't have to do a ton of like inventory management or yeah. space because of that expansion card I put in uh, last year. Did you get the um, two terabyte one? I did. Oh. So it's like so. I basically I forget how much you have to begin with. Is it two terabytes to begin with? No, it's one. One. So I have three terabytes in yeah, there. You, Plus you, I have a I have another two terabyte external hard drive <laughs> that I yeah. can put. Uh, Xbox One and Xbox 360 games on. So yeah, I have a, just a crap ton of memory. Yeah, so like that's the thing. I I do not um I I have not expanded the memory at all, either with an external like USB uh thing or via the expansion slot in the back. I have to say though, Chris, in 2 years into the uh to the Xbox and PS5, I Sony was slow to get their uh, their external storage like out the door, but it is drastically less expensive than that uh, Seagate, you know, uh, like proprietary card that goes in the back of the Xbox Series X. So, um, like, it's way less expensive to uh, to buy a uh, a two terabyte SSD to go in your PS5 than it is to buy the two terabyte expansion slot uh, card for the Xbox. You're saying less expensive? Yeah, it's way less expensive at this oh, point. Oh, interesting. It was more expensive when it, when they first launched. It was, it was, and that's the thing I think about like the proprietary aspect of this is like no other like it's it's Seagate has like has licensed their the ability to make that drive for Xbox, but nobody else has, even though they they could. Like it's not like an yeah. exclusive contract, yeah. but nobody else has well, actually well, decided. Yeah, to make I don't know. One. It actually might be exclusive because um, I mean Seagate is the only like branded external drive uh, mm. company that I've seen. So they, uh, they actually might pay for exclusive rights for that. Uh, see, that's rough. And it, like the proprietary memory thing is, uh, I think that'll always be like, I way mean, here's more the thing, expensive. you know, like it, 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 it's just like, you know, 
it was a great purchase for me. Like, I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah. it's uh, it's one of those things where it's just so inconvenient to move uh, games on and off and it all that really kind of stuff. It really is. Yeah, and so like, I mean, just the to remove that frustration. Yeah. Um, that was uh, a huge like annoyance out of my almost daily life downloading games and mm -hmm. trying to play mm -hmm. stuff and do I move it off of because like because there's also the internal you know it's like do I move it off of this to move to internal so I can actually play the, right. the with with the enhanced features that are provided by the Series X or do I you know it's all that that stuff yep yep and then like for me it's like it's like hey do I delete this thing and then just decide to re-download it later if I want to play it again or like do I you know what what's the deal here because like with Warzone specifically because it's such a massive game it like it takes up so much of uh so much of the the storage that I basically was just like no I have to I have to get get this thing off of here so I can play other games um, because the 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 amount of times that I play Warzone while random and like amazingly fun but it was like it was like oh I, it wasn't every night anymore it wasn't like oh I wasn't even like weekly anymore so like for the for once a month or like whatever to have this you know take up that majority of my uh of of my hard drive was just not not doing it otherwise I would just leave it on there so yeah I think I think I'm at the point where I I'm I'm eyeballing, like waiting for the sale, like waiting for for another another good sale on the old um per, you know external uh yeah. slot uh for yeah. the uh, for the hard drive yeah both both on the PS5 and the Xbox Series X if I'm being honest yeah. so um but you asked me what I've been up to um I haven't like there's not a ton uh, I uh um I've been I'm almost done with Welcome to Wrexham which has just gotten better and better. I mentioned that last week as part of my I think it was my pick of the week, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Or, yeah, so um definitely check that out. Um Are there two seasons on that or is there just one? No, there's just one, but it's okay. it's a 18 episodes long. Nice. So uh there's going there shoot there there there's going to be a second season. It yeah. got renewed for a second season, so. Yeah. Um but no, it hasn't started yet. Um gotcha. I'm trying to th I feel like there was one there was something that I keep Forgetting to bring up every single time, I every week, and then afterwards, I think like I've totally forgotten to talk about that, and I feel like it's a game or something that I played, but now I just can't. I've been playing uh, so much Marvel Snap. Dude. I was playing a lot of uh, Call of Duty Warzone. Um, Marvel Snap still real good. Still real good, yeah. Like, and I don't necessarily expect it not to be. And I, I actually like the. I've gotten to the point now, like where. Um, you know, like, really, the, the 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 game is go in, play the daily missions, mm -hmm. and then if you want to play a few extra games just for fun, you can. But otherwise, you know, you're not going to make a ton of progression on things. So right, right. Just uh, just wait till the next day. And honestly, I'm good with that. Yeah. I don't like when I when you know at first that first week slash weekend that I was playing, <laughs> like I like binge played it like nonstop because it was just like constant progression, 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 progression. Right. And it was honestly kind of addictive a little bit. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and it's cooled down now, and I feel like okay, this is actually a healthy level of interaction with this yep. game, versus you know, literally playing it from the time I get home till you know I go to bed. Yeah, it's, it's like, just like okay. every every spare moment you're just like looking over, yeah. like oh god. Yeah. So now it's like okay, I take you know it takes you know in the evening mm -hmm. it usually takes half an hour ish to go through the daily missions. Yeah. And then it's like cool. 
I got my fix for today. The thing I really like about it is that it does, it like refreshes every few hours. Like they give you two uh, additional dailies every few hours. And like, and so if, if you do like twice a day or whatever, like it's the same difference. It's not like you log in on some games or like even on uh, like apex or something like that. It's like, okay, if you, if you have an opportunity to play like twice in the day, and you did your bounties or whatever already in the first time, it's like, well, there's nothing new for you to do. Um, yeah. Whereas it, with this, it's like, it's nice. Cause it's like, if you do like, Hey, sit down for a second time. Um, like sometimes I'll be like, hey, you know, I'll be like lunch or whatever. And I'll sit there and I'll play, I'll play a match or two. And it'll, it'll still be like having new uh, bounties that I'm like check, checking off or whatever, which is, which is awesome. I, I really like the daily missions and in, in that they, they aren't just a 24 hour cycle that it's like a every eight hours hours or whatever so yeah um, yeah it's uh that aspect of it is, is fun too yeah like i do you know sometimes like you know they have that you know they have that temptation like well you can unlock more daily missions if you just you spin this gold and um <laughs> uh, do you ever do that i never do that yeah i've done it a couple times where i was okay. just like i just want something else to do but or nice. I, I or because like those daily missions translate into yeah. um into other currencies and stuff. Yeah. The other currency, and I, let me pull it up because I need to make sure. But um, I'm sometimes the exchange sure. is better. Yeah. Yeah, the exchange is better. If I if I do the because I think you get 150. I'm just trying to pull it up real fast. Yeah. I think you get 150 from a uh, regular mission and a hard mission, mm-hmm. and um, and those are the two that it'll pull up. And then I think the you just get is it a hundred from the same amount of gold? Let me see here. Okay. So if I am on my daily missions and it's 120 gold for 150 worth of the other currency, mm-hmm. and then if I go into the store yeah. and buy that, oh no, it's equal. It's exactly equal. I never do pay for the uh, for the additional additional like oh you know get new more bounties in this way, because um, like it just never. It, that's not like what appeals to me about it. Like if I'm going to spend, spend the gold, I would like it to be like on one of the variants or something like that on, yeah, uh, yeah. on, on something. So something bigger. I know, there, I know there was a cool variant the other day that I really wanted, but I was like, I don't have the 1200 gold to spend on it, which equates to what does it equate to here around 15 ish dollars. <laughs> yeah. So of real well, world money. and so from the battle passes you get more than like that exchange is like actually really good like if you do the battle pass like you pay for the battle pass like for the 10 bucks or whatever you get a lot of gold oh, out totally. of the battle pass um and a lot of the other currencies out of the battle pass so like just buying them outright and not as part of the battle pass is like that's like probably the least uh least you know <laughs> economical way to get anything in that game <laughs> yeah agreed um, but yeah, dude, it's, it's a blast. It's a blast. And again, I, I agree where like initially I was like, I was a hooked and then, uh, then whenever I, you finally got into you, you were more hooked than I was. And then it's, it's very much eased up into this, like, oh, cool. I'm just going to play, play a couple matches here, play a couple matches there. And it's more about like the fun of those matches and checking off the, uh, the daily challenges than it is about like getting to that next unlock, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Chris, another thing that I've done uh, this week, I, I I wanted to mention, I I have gone through and categorized all my vinyl records. So, um, like I, oh, I, wow. I, I on Discogs, I did all I did all of them except for like I'm gonna have to add a couple because I have like some rare kind of prints and like things that like indie artists and stuff like that that did them and like they're not like they have the barcode and everything, but they're not in the system yet. No one has added it yet, and so I'm gonna have to figure out the system of like adding for like two or three of my finals but other than that i've gone through it i'm on discogs i've got all my my whole collection in there at this point i believe um unless nice. I, something else turns up so nice 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 but uh you know that's that's one of the things i i need to do that with all of the rest of my collectibles and things because the sheer like because i was like oh man i have this thing oh man i have this thing like and so it's just like having it as a a, in a database somewhere is like oh i think i have that vinyl i can now look at it chris (laughs) i can now without going up to my collection and being like did i do i already have that one or not um (laughs) i can look at it now super great to have it's it's great yeah it's great um but yeah that's what i that's what i've been up to um this week that's what you've been up to this week and we're going to talk about vr but first, a pick of the week. Pick of the week. All right, John, what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week this week is a book that I uh, pre-ordered a while back. And then, you know, obviously with all like, you know, production delays, things like that, it, it, it uh, was delayed and it was delayed and delayed. It finally arrived, and it is a uh, the Art of Ducktales uh, deluxe edition. So this is the the reboot of Ducktales that I think it was like 2018 was the uh, or 2016 uh, was whenever they rebooted Ducktales. We actually did a review on this very podcast of the first episode, um, and it's like one of my one of my favorite like you know series is more in you know kind of the the last you know 10 years or so. Uh, and it is a it is a, a gorgeous book. I ordered this book, and I knew what was in it because um, like they listed what was in it and everything. But in, upon arrival, I like opened the box and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is like like this is a surprise and way more than I expected, even having already known what was like in it. Um, that becomes in, like, I got the deluxe edition cause at the time on Amazon, it was like, uh, on sale for the same price as the, the regular edition. And it, it contains a whole additional book. So it has in, in the, the collector's edition has two books. So you have the, the standard, the art of DuckTales hardback book. Um, and it's, it's got like the gold, uh, edges on all the, the pages, um, comes in a box, which the box has some gorgeous art. One side has Scrooge McDuck on it. The other side has ev- all the, all the characters like Donald and uh, Hugh Dewey Louie and uh, and uh, and everybody on on the other side. Um, uh, but like, and then you open it up, and like the hardback has a really like nice thing. It has has this uh, kind of matte and glossy mix of uh, of finishes on it, to where like different elements of it shine shine and stand out. Um, which I think is like a really cool, cool touch to it. Um, but the dude, the book is is amazing. Uh, it's a lot of 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 interviews in addition to like the art. Like it's called the art of Ducktales. But dude, like whenever you open this thing, it literally is like 
goes into like, hey, here's the pre-production things, and here's this you know, like different creators talking about the, the things. They have the cast doing interviews on every single episode. So it goes through, nice. starts off, it's like, hey, here's the how we developed the style of DuckTales, and they have a lot of drawings and a lot of people talking uh, in interviews down there. They have building the production team, the music of DuckTales, which you wouldn't expect in, you know, in uh, an art kind of just art book um but then you have like the character designs and they go through every single episode of the entire three seasons of this show and they break down the you know some of the story elements they show some of the concept art that they had so they show like a lot of stuff about like the the production of it and then they interview um different people involved um and so like the the thing is amazing and so like that's just the standard book the the art of ducktales like it's just the regular book but then you open up the the second book so this because it's the collector's edition comes with the second book and it's all of the stuff that they had interviewed um from the first book but had potentially had to cut <laughs> and so like this is like the deleted scenes or like the deleted interviews of this entire book and so it does the exact same thing goes through hey here's building a production team here's the additional content for that section here's the uh the music of ducktales the additional content for that section it's, it's huge pages of interviews um and additional art and things, and then it goes through every every single episode uh, in in the second book with uh, with additional information and interviews and things like that, as well as additional uh, art and drawings. Um, and dude, it, it's it's like one of the coolest uh, production books, like art of whatever books that I have ever seen. Um, nice. and, uh, and it's, it's super fun to, uh, to go through and I, I'm looking forward to rewatching the show, like reading the different things while I'm kind of like revisiting, uh, episodes of the show. Um, so I'll, I'll, you know, I'll probably start that process here in a, you know, a couple of weeks whenever I finish up God of War Ragnarok. Um, but it's, uh, but it's, it's just a cool package. Very cool book. The, the collector's edition also comes with a, uh, inside, like in a, uh, kind of, carved away compartment of the second book um which is looks like the the ducktales like guidebook it looks like the woodchuck handbook uh they have it designed after like the woodchuck guidebook um there is a a metal uh i guess replica or whatever of uh scrooge mcduck's uh first dime that he earned um his number one dime and so like that's that's in there as well so this this whole package is just a, a fantastic book um the art of ducktales and uh i'm uh, i'm i what i've read so far i'm i'm super impressed by and then we'll, you know obviously i'm excited to dive into uh, the individual episodes as well it's awesome um oh and i was gonna say it was uh, dark horse published and i have other things that dark horse has published and i think this is literally like the like it's it's just whoever put this together which let me see if i can figure out exactly it's uh, the person talks in, in here uh, about why it was okay so the, it's uh ken plume is who did the did the like put everything together it says by the cast and crew of ducktales with ken plume introduction by uh matt youngberg and francisco uh, uh agonis and so 
yeah, so it's like, you know, I think that the the whoever compiled, I think it's Ken Plume who compiled uh, most of the stuff. They also have, like, inside of there, they have about the different uh, elements of the production. They'll have, like, comic strips in the vein of, like, the old uh, DuckTales comic books, which is where DuckTales originally kind of spun out from. It was a show based on the comics. Um, and so they have, like, comic strips inside of some of the, the, the pieces of the book to talk about um, the production team and things like that which is a which is a cool touch as well nice that's my pick of the week what is your pick of the week this week chris uh so my pick of the week is uh is pretty pretty short um it is just keep an eye out for all the black friday digital game sales on um xbox playstation um switch this is where like usually every year like they there's you know one or two like really really big games that i've i've wanted to play or something like that that i've gotten for super super cheap um yeah. and uh and so that's just a a a a quick um uh tip from me to our listeners um a lot of times i'll forget to talk about it beforehand and i'll talk about it afterwards i'm like oh the sales aren't up anymore <laughs> but uh so anyway like just you know uh, keep an eye out for that stuff um yeah if you're looking for some uh, some cheap games, they all, there's usually some cheap movie sales and all that kind of stuff, digital movies and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I always forget to check out the digital movies. Um, like, and and honestly, like the the digital games, like I'll look through there, and there's usually more than I like. There's always like it's like oh man, definitely that one. No, that one too. Oh, that one's you know it's it's a lot of times like I'll end up being you know spoiled for choice uh, as far as like the the game sales go on the on the Black Friday stuff. Um, follow if anybody you know doesn't follow like uh warrior 64 if you're if you do twitter or anything like that uh follow warrior 64 i i still have like uh notifications turned on like where like it'll text me or like send me a notification whenever warrior 64 puts something up because that's how i've gotten so many of uh of the cool things or like things on sale or whatever that i've gotten um that's how i ended up with uh, a xbox series x that's how i ended up with a ps5 uh, that's just like you know the that's the my go-to resource for like any anything you know commercial merchant uh sales whatever um is warrior warrior 64 on uh on twitter um but yeah dude i uh, I'm, I'm i'm interested to see what 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 goes on sale the one that like i know won't go on sale but i would buy instantly whenever it does is sonic frontiers i want to play that sonic frontiers game chris uh yeah so um I haven't um I haven't started playing it yet but I did download it. Oh! So, but that I mean I have I have you know Call of Duty to play and now that yeah. to play so you know we'll yeah. see. It's interesting it's always interesting like the like a lot of times the games that uh where I'm like oh man I really want to play that will come out like like Sonic Frontiers did the week before Black Friday and it's like well there's no way that's going on sale. <laughs> Yeah. So I gotta wait yeah. like another month or two and see maybe it'll go on sale at that point. But uh, maybe dude, whenever, Christmas. yeah, yeah, whenever you play it, let me know how it is. I'm uh, I'm very 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 interested in that that new Sonic game. I will I will. Um, so your pick of the week is the Ducktales Collector's Edition book, The Art of Ducktales, and mine is Black Friday digital game deals. <laughs> All right, Jonathan. Jonathan. I don't know. I don't ever call you Jonathan on the podcast. That was weird. Full name. Am I getting in trouble? All right. Uh, well, it's done now. So I've, I've done. I've done and said it. Uh, 
I feel like I need to apologize now. Um, okay, so uh, it's just uh, funny. We're gonna, we're gonna, I know I don't even remember the last time I've actually called you by your full name. Probably literal years. Um, and I don't even know why I would have then, except by it's accident. One of those things, you reach into the back of your brain, you grab yep. whatever's there, and pull it out. It's yep. All right, so we're going to talk about the PlayStation VR two. Now, this, I'm gonna, I want to read the beginning of this article that they posted on the PlayStation blog, and then I want to stop after like the first sentence. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is okay. And I don't. I don't even know. Do they even say? Okay, Isabel Tomatis wrote. Over the past several months, we've introduced PlayStation VR 2 and provided glimpses into the next generation of virtual reality gaming, which will allow you to escape into new worlds while feeling a groundbreaking sense of immersion. John, this is the first time hearing of the PlayStation VR 2, and I don't think I've... Like, I've... What did I miss? We talked How did I about miss this? this. We talked about maybe maybe you weren't maybe it was me and Cody on the podcast. I don't I definitely did it. not talk about this. I don't oh, think. Oh, it might have been me and Cody cuz Cody has like has like I I always like uh talking to Cody about VR cuz like he has like a the VR headset. Mm. Um and so it might have been him whenever we like this was a knit originally the PS VR 2 some of the details were announced like the headset look and the controllers were announced back in were January. They, okay, well, were they announced so mm, Okay, the last thing I remember, like tech-wise, that we talked about mm-hmm. regarding PlayStation, honestly, and that maybe I'm wrong, but was the controller for the PlayStation Five? Do you remember whenever we talked about that? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's the last time I remember talking about any kind of PlayStation tech. Well, we definitely talked about, or at least I definitely talked to someone about the uh, PlayStation VR headset and controllers right. and about how, okay. how some of that tech goes. But it, like that being said, over the last, uh, so from January until today, on the PlayStation blog, so I just did like a, a, a search for uh, PSVR 2, right? And so that, you know, that's what yeah. it should be tagged yeah. under, with, under their blog. There was only 11 posts. Um, so like they're detailing all of these things in 11 posts over like eight months or something like that. So it's like, it's not like a steady stream of, of information, um, about, about PSVR two. And a lot of those were like, Hey, here's a look at, uh, a a couple of games that we know are coming to this and stuff like that. So it wasn't necessarily about the product It was about like, Hey, here's games that are coming to, I would have assumed that over like a product launch like this, you would be looking at a, a, maybe a ramp up of like information rather than like, Hey, here's a couple of big, uh, kind of information dumps and then very sparse information in between. So uh, it has been a little bit, a little bit um, sparse on the old uh, information front. Um, so yeah, criticism is not inaccurate. Is I guess what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Let me let me continue this. Uh, today. I'm very pleased to announce that PlayStation VR 2 is officially launching on February 22nd, 2023. PlayStation VR 2 Sense Controller charging station designed specifically for the PSVR 2 Sense Controller will also launch the same day. There's some kind of... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, pre-orders are, are, are available now. Um, you can register at a link here on the PlayStation blog. Um, here is the PSVR 2 lineup and recommended retail pricing for each product available in each country. So there's they have these different packages 
Um, there's just the base level PlayStation VR 2. This is the cost I was talking about earlier, $549.99, which is like you can buy a PlayStation 5 for that. Like it's you're Yeah. It's a lot. It's more than the cost of the thing that you have to have to run it. It's like if you bought uh, like a console back in the day and then your rock band uh, attachment, like your Guitar Hero guitar, then cost like $50 more than the console. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a little strange. So there's, and there's, that includes the PS2 V, sorry, PSVR2 headset. PSVR 2 Sense Controllers and Stereo Headphones. And then there's packages like Call of the Mountain, uh, I guess is a Horizon game. Yeah, um, which looks really good. Yeah, and then the, the Sense Controller charging station is uh, $49.99, so that's not that bad. Um, yeah. Standalone software titles, including Horizon Call of the Mountain, will also be available for pre-orders starting this month. More details will be provided at a, at a later date. So we're supposed to pre-order this thing, not even knowing what the games are. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I would have thought, I would have thought they would have been like, "Hey, yeah, we have this game and that game and this game and that game," and like third-party kind of stuff, um, where it's like things that it, like, it's like, "Oh yeah, you know all of those games that you've been really wanting to play over on uh, over on Meta or or whatever other you know headset that you have." We have them here too, you know, because um, like this is not an inexpensive kind of buy-in. Because like if if you don't have a PS5, right, you're you're not going to spend like $1,050 right. to get a PSVR 2 and the thing that runs it. Like you're right. already looking at like a subset of people that you're targeting this at who already have PS5s, which have been severely supply constrained uh, for the past two years. So like, I don't know. It, it's a very interesting prospect. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So... In, during this initial launch phase for our next-gen headset, players in the U.S., U.K., France, Germany, Belgium, Netherlands, and Luxembourg will initially be available to pre-order PlayStation VR 2 solely through PlayStation's online store at direct.playstation.com. Pre-orders will begin on November 15th, and players may begin to register for pre-orders starting today. Orders from direct.playstation.com for PlayStation VR 2 headsets and bundles will ship throughout the week of launch. In other markets, PlayStation VR 2 will be sold at participating retailers with pre-orders beginning on November 15th. Information will be provided through participating local retailers in these regions. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, here we go. This is the features, John, that apparently okay. I missed, so we'll cover them. PlayStation VR Sense... Sorry. PlayStation VR 2 Sense technology includes key features that enable unique gameplay experiences such as headset feedback, eye tracking, 3D audio and the adaptive triggers and haptic feedback from the PSVR 2 Sense controllers. Together with compatible games, they will captivate players' senses and offer an incredibly deep feeling of immersion. Additionally, with enhanced headset-based controller tracking and high-fidelity visuals in 4000 by 2040 HDR video format, that's 2000 by 2040 per eye, PSVR 2 adds a true next-gen gaming experience for players to enjoy. We've created the PSVR 2 headset with comfort in mind in a slightly slimmer and lighter design compared to our previous headset. We've also included an integrated vent for extra airflow and a lens adjustment dial for a more customized feel. We hope players will enjoy this new design. Today we are also pleased to reveal additional titles coming to PlayStation VR 2 with fresh new reveals on new titles that are coming in development for PlayStation VR 2 
radar announcement here, so I'll go there in a second. It's exciting to see how game developers are taking advantage of the PSVR 2's headset features to design the next generation of VR games. We're expecting more than 20 titles at launch, and we can't wait for February when PSVR 2 launches so players can give it a try. We'll have more details on our launch game lineup in the future, so stay tuned. So since they wrote this article, they've added that in. Um, here's the other thing that I'm missing is frame rates. So looks like so looks like I have a, I have like a breakdown off of IG and they have like a little uh, a chart of all these different so they have the Valve Index they have the Oculus Quest two they have the original PSVR and they have the PSVR two and it says up to 120 hertz uh, is the refresh rate. How does that compare um, to the old one? So it was also up to 120, uh, okay. but it rarely was able to the power of the PS four was not able to drive that much a lot of times. Okay. Um, but the Oculus Quest 2 also is up to 120. The Valve Index stands out at 144 hertz uh, for the Valve. This is the highest resolution screen. So the PSVR actually has the highest resolution uh, per eye uh, screen um, of any of the competitors. So mm-hmm. the, the next closest is the Oculus Quest at 1832 by 1920 per eye, where the PSVR is like 2000 and 2040 per eye. So we're talking like... 80 pixels difference but it's still you know it's still it's 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 you know 80 pixels 80 pixels um it also has an oled screen rather than lcd which is what uh the competitors have nice um it's the only one that has eye tracking so what does he what does eye tracking really even do in a vr sense is kind of what my question with the eye tracking was um because it's like if, if nobody had like if no other headset has had that so far um then I guess we're just future proofing at that point. Like, like, Oh, there's technology to throw that in the box, you know? Um, so that, yeah, that seems, seems interesting that they have something that none of the other ones do with the eye tracking. Um, yeah. I mean, the sense controllers, I, I can say from the PS five controller, there is magic inside of the PS five controller. Like I, like there has like it is amazing uh, whenever it's utilized well. Like so, for like Astro's Playroom, the the pack-in game that comes with a PS5, um, which is one of the most fun platformers that I've uh, played ever. Um, but it, like the feel of so many things, like you'll walk into like uh, an, an area and it'll be like just gently raining, and you can feel it on the controller that it's just gently. Oh, uh, that's raining. cool. And then like and it's and then you'll like run around you can tell like whenever astrobots like walking through uh walking through like grass or walking on uh like the cobblestones or or going through the mud like you can just feel it on the controller which is just super weird it basically fulfills the promise that i think the joy cons on the switch had but they never really achieved like but the ps5 uh, controller definitely achieves that in uh, in like Astro's Playroom, and then some games use it really well. Some games don't use it super well. Um, I the the most recent example that used it really well um, was uh, oh man, it's the Bethesda game, um, Death Loop. Death Loop, yeah, uses it really well. Um, and so like whenever you're walking around, you can tell whenever you're in grass. You can tell whenever you're um, on pavement or in mud and like that's it's super interesting like those those feelings are super interesting like as you're going through like tall grass and you can kind of the controller like makes it feel like 
you're going through grass like there's a, like it's grass on your hands like somehow like it's it just makes it feel different weird yeah it's super strange dude uh, like i said dark magic no idea um but like so if they integrate like they they're talking as if this is the same technology but in a vr sense and so that feels really like you know cool to me like that that seems very very appealing about the this headset and this this package so I guess the real question, John, is, uh, you know, will either one of us uh, get the PSVR too? Man, at that price, it's hard to justify. I mean, like like you said, it's, it's like you could buy a whole other PS5 or buy a whole other console for that. Like, like that's uh, you could buy two of the uh, uh, if you find it on sale, you could get two of Xbox Series S's for that. You know, it's like. <laughs> It's just, it's a lot, you know, it's not, not an inexpensive, uh, inexpensive prospect. Um, I'm tempted. I think depending on what the games are, because if they have another Astrobot, like, so like I, I've played the original Astrobot rescue mission. Um, but that's where Astrobot came from. Played the Astro's Playroom stuff whenever uh, the PS5 came out. It's like, man, that that game is so fantastic that I really want to. I've been wanting to play the original, like so the the PSVR uh, title um, that it was based off of. And like, so if they come out with another one of those, it's a it's a high possibility. It, the the Horizon thing looks really cool, but if they don't have third parties or if they don't have enough first party stuff, it's like that's. I'm not gonna pay. I'm not paying like you know, $550 to play two games. Like that's, that's just too much. And then it's the price of the game on top of that. So like, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very, very hard prospect to get there. Um, for me, what, what about you? How, how are you feeling about this thing? I mean, obviously I, mean, I don't have a PS5, but even if I did, I, or if this was available for Xbox, I probably still would hold off. Like, um, again, it, for me, it's, it's the, it's the combination of the price with the games. And I need like, I need some, some killer apps, in that you know like hey warzone if all of a sudden warzone was in psvr and i could (laughs) look around i mean not kidding like i would totally get it yeah but um yeah i mean i need i need uh i need a good reason to, to 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 buy this at this point yeah and i guess like some of the big games like the big big games like what is it half life alex that everybody talks about like being like oh man so you know it's an amazing triple a um big studio vr game and it's like okay well that's they haven't announced that for this thing you know so it's there's a lot of of kind of like the key games that i would i would hope to see on this that they have yet to announce so um it maybe maybe in the future they'll just you know announce hit after hit after hit but um currently it's a it's a wait and see situation and it's it's a high high threshold to get over for me to be like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna drop the drop the you know 550 bucks on this (laughs) thing to do that um vr is is amazing vr is really cool i love vr um it's very expensive (laughs) i think even meta like they they raised the uh the price of their um their vr headset recently which i thought was like man that's you know that's the same as like playstation raising the price of the ps5 in other territories is like man this is like it's just you know it's it's just expensive (laughs) yeah all right well um that's it for this week. You can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com, on social at Chris Wright, Chris Wright 250. And John Wright 777. And at Target Pod, please go to your podcast reference of choice. Review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.